God. You need to know and to understand that when God calls you, He chooses you for certain purposes. Hallelujah. So to be called by God is to be chosen by God for certain purposes. And the moment that you are aware of the call and surrender to it, you start to live out God's purpose. You see, the Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 1, from verse 4 to 5, it says, The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nation. Isaiah chapter 49, verse 1, it says, Before I was born, the Lord called me from my mother's womb. He has spoken my name. You see, every woman has a calling on her life. You were designed before the foundation of the world to glorify him, to be his workmanship. It is in the glorifying of him that we desire the fruits. You see, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, for we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. As I said, every woman has a calling. And that calling is different. But we all share a same calling. And that calling is the call to encounter God. That is the calling that we all share. You see, encounter, the Greek word of encounter is apantayo. That means to meet. Encounter means to meet. To meet face to face. You are coming face to face before the greatest. Or you run into. You see, I was meditating upon this theme and also the word encounter. And then I realized that encounter is also entering into a relationship through real, authentic, genuine experiences and recognizing his presence. As our mother said that, it is in the situation or the problem that God is calling you to encounter him. And that, that encounter is to experience him and to have a relationship with him. Why relationship? God is too good. God is too big just to leave you with a one-time experience. Just to leave you with a one-time encounter. 
he doesn't want you to come in his presence and just go and never have this, this experience again hallelujah God wants to take you through a journey and in that journey your calling is formed the things that need to be clear unto you becomes clear it is in the journey you realize the things that you need to change the things that you need to work out the calling is to develop your relationship with him and that development is in encounter hallelujah it is in the encounter that you are able to go beyond you see, the call to encounter is actually an invitation from God. God is inviting each and every one of us to have an encounter with Him. You see, the invitation that it sends that determines the encounter you receive. And the receiving is depending on your response and your action. To give a clear example, the moment the, the king of the Netherlands is sending all of us invitations to dine with him, it is your responsibility how you respond and how you react and the action you take. You see, the moment that the, the king of the Netherlands invites us, we all want to enter to have a meeting with him because the king of the Netherlands invites us so you want to dine with him and that is the same thing with God that in the invitation that he sends to you you need to be hungry to draw his attention the moment that I'm sitting with the king of the Netherlands I will do everything for his attention to be upon me we all are striving because he invites us but it is your response and your action that determines the encounter you receive you see the moment that you have an encounter you encounter glory you encounter grace you encounter your maker you encounter the greatest you encounter something divine that is unexplainable you see, an encounter with God is not a one-time experience. It is an ongoing process. It's an ongoing experience. You see, God wants you to encounter Him daily. So you are called to encounter. But what does an encounter actually cost? You see, an encounter invites transformation. How? Transformation in changing of name. Spiritual. You see, the name that has been given to you now is already given, but in the spiritual. You see, the changing of names establish a new identity, a new purpose. Hallelujah. You see, the name serves as a reminder that you are not who you used to be. Whether it implies a good or a bad alteration, 
The changing of name signifies that the person has experienced a metamorphosis and looks very different than they looked before. You see, God is seeing through you. He doesn't look at where you where you came from, but what you would become to him. You see, the changing of the name, the reason of the changing of the name is that you would know what you become through God. God desires to take you out of the past and launch you into a greater, greater future. The changing of the name reminds us the divine plan of God. It reveals us the divine plan of God and assures us the fulfillment of God's divine plan in our lives. Hallelujah. You see, when it comes to the Bible, as our sister Lois was saying, many people in the Bible, the name will change. Abraham was the exalted father. His name was changed into Abraham, the father of many nations. Sarai, the princess, her name was changed into Sarah. Also, the woman with the issue of blood. You see, when it comes to the woman with the issue of blood, it's actually a label that was placed on the woman. And that label was placed by the enemy. And the moment that she was healed, the name was changed into my daughter. It was no longer the woman with the issue of blood. You see, many of us, especially ladies, the enemy has labeled us with a certain name that is connected to our past, that is connected to our mistakes, that is connected to our wrongdoing. You think that you were nobody, but God is saying, encounter me and I will make you somebody. What seems useless in your eyes, I will make it useful. The encounter with God, the encounter with God, many of us, we are walking around in anxiety, insecurity, depression, because the enemy has placed a label upon you. And that has been formed your identity. And that has been forming your purpose. But the changing of name is a reminder that you have been created for a new mission in life. Hallelujah. The changing of name. The changing of name. Another thing when it comes to encounter, as I said, it invites transformation. The transformation of your name. But also the transformation of your countenance. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Exodus chapter 34, from verse 29 to 35, that the moment that Moses met God, 
His countenance changed. His countenance changed. So that in the encounter, there needs to be a changing of the countenance. That when people see you, they are saying, you look very different. There is something that is shining. There is something that is coming out of you. And you think, oh, I have maybe only a cream set. No, it is not that. Because you have encountered God, your countenance has changed. It needs to change in the presence of God. There needs to be a transformation. You cannot enter or have an encounter with God. And you will remain the same. You see, the moment I will use it again as an example. The moment the king invites me to dine with him, they have certain etiquettes, etiquette, how to dine, how to use your fork and your knife. So the moment I entered there, I wasn't aware of the etiquettes and the rules. But because I've encountered him, there is a transformation. I know how to eat. I know how to apply the rules of the king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Another thing when it comes to encounter God, it's that. It changes a lot in you. But also it gives direction. An encounter gives direction. You see, many of us enter the wrong relationship, entered the wrong purpose, started the wrong business, entered the wrong marriage, simply because of lack of direction. Lack of direction. You see, a divine encounter directs you into the right direction. You need to understand that the direction is a highway to your blessing. It's a highway to your assignment. It's a highway to your purpose. You see, the moment that you don't have a direction, higher in a rotonde. You blijf maar in een rotonde gaan. Yes. You yourself get frustrated because, because you don't get any direction. You are actually also withholding other people. Want je blijft maar. Je blijft maar. Er is geen ruimte voor anderen om ook op te komen zodat ze ook geen ding kunnen doen. Direction. Direction. So when it comes to encounter God, as you have read in John chapter 4, the Samaritan woman, she had an encounter with Christ. And actually because of that encounter, her life was changed. Her life was transformed. So I want to ask you this question. When you had encountered God, did your environment change? Did your environment change? You see the Samaritan woman, because of one encounter, the whole city was because of one encounter. So the people around you needs to know that you have encountered God. You need to share with them that what I have experienced is something divine. It's something different. Because the moment I'm telling you that I've met the king of the Netherlands, you will be astonished. You will say, oh, wow, it will all. Who have you done? Who can I get an invitation? 
the encounter, the encounter, the encounter. You see, an encounter, as I said, is daily. We all need an encounter. It's only through the encounter with God we can be transformed. We can receive direction. We can enter into our purpose. You see, the signs, the miracles, the wonders are all good, very good. But God doesn't want you to only live of it. Those things have to lead you to have your moment of encounter with Christ. He wants to experience. You, I mean that He wants you to experience it. You see, an encounter is not based on your title. It's not based on your qualification. It's not based on your capability. For the Bible says, for God sees, not as man sees. Hallelujah. Can we go there so that you understand it? Can we go to 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 7? You can read in Dutch. Ik lees het aan van Jezus. 1 Samuel 16 vers 7. Maar de Heer zei tegen Samuel, let er niet op hoe hij eruit ziet. Let er ook niet op dat hij zo groot is. Want hem heb ik niet uitgekozen. Het gaat immers niet om wat je ziet. Want de mens kijkt naar hoe de buitenkant is, maar ik kijk naar hoe hij innerlijk is. Amen. Amen. For God sees not as man sees. God chooses all of us. But it is your response and your availability that decides the calling to encounter. You need to be aware that the encounter is an exchange. It's an exchange. Do you know what an exchange is? The moment I enter a shop and I want to buy an iPhone 14, I have to give money in order to receive that phone. Amen? That's what she's. And that's the same when it comes to encounter God. You have to give up something in order to gain something. You have to give up something in order to receive something. It is in the process of giving up something is released. You want God to help you in that situation. You want God to give you that breakthrough. You want God to do something in your life. But what are you giving up for Him? What are you exchanging for Him? God is saying, I want you in my presence. God is saying, I want you to encounter me. But there is something that you need to leave behind. There is something that you need to let go. You see, the moment that I have two ropes in my hand, and I keep them, and God is looking at me, and God is saying, let go, let go. But I keep on holding. My, my hands are hurting. My hands are bleeding because I want to hold on to the things. And God is saying, let go. But you are too scared to let go. You keep on holding to the things. But God is saying, give it to me. 
me and call to me and I will give you something better. I will do something better. I will change your whole situation. It is in the exchange that needs to be a sacrifice. And that sacrifice is in humility, in brokenness, and in hunger. The vital keys to have an encounter with God. Humility, brokenness, and hunger. I will explain it. Humility means to set aside your pride. To set aside yourself. To set aside arrogance. To set aside independence. I will leave what I have received. That humility is literally a lowliness of mind. Humility is not thinking less of ourselves, but thinking of ourselves less. I will repeat it again. Humility is literally a lowliness of mind. Humility is not thinking less of ourselves. But thinking of ourselves less. What happens when you humble yourself? You see, the Bible said in James chapter 4, verse 10. You humble yourself before the Lord and He will lift you up. Luke chapter 14, verse 11 says, For all those who exalted themselves will be humbled and those who humbled themselves will be exalted hallelujah when it comes to humility you're not thinking that oh of you just say even though i'm not perfect I just want to be in the presence of God. I just want to encounter God. You need to humble yourself. You need to put something aside. You need to give up something. Women, also the independence you need to give up. Many of us, especially women, we are dealing with the independent spirit. Because you are thinking, the moment I lower myself, I am a weaker vessel. The moment I lower myself, I'm not worthy. But I want to teach you to encounter a king. You have to submit. You have to humble yourself. You have to put aside your own will. You have to put aside your own pride. Everything that is yours. Hallelujah. As I said, the keys to have an encounter with God is humility, brokenness, and hunger. You see, when it comes to brokenness, when we check out through the Bible, God encountered many people who were broken, imperfect, fallen, but they, they shared one thing. They were saying, I will seek him above everything else. You have to come to a point in your life that you are saying, I want to see God. I want to see Jesus. It doesn't matter if the crowd laughs at me. It doesn't matter if I look like a fool. It doesn't matter if I look undignified. You have to say, I want to see Jesus. You see, when it comes to broken.
it in Psalm chapter 51, I think verse 17, that a broken and a contrite spirit he will not despise. He will not despise. Despise means to take low without respect. That is the meaning that we give to brokenness. That when it comes to brokenness, you are very weak. You are very low. But God is saying, give me that brokenness. Give me that brokenness. And I will remake it into something better. To glorify his glory. To glorify his kingdom. You see, God desires those who really are desperately saying that they are in need of him. The desperation. You see, it is in the brokenness. In the brokenness. There is a certain sacrifice. There is your desperation. And that release the unlocking of the power of God. The portal of brokenness. Is the brokenness is the portal, I mean. Of the power of God. So my question is, when was the last time that you were really broken before God? That you really said, God, here I'm standing. Naked. I have nothing to hide from you. I'm here. Change me. Do something in me. Transform me. When is the moment that you're not looking at your neighbor anymore? That even though you look weird, even though you are crying like something that is not normal, you just say that God, I'm broken before you. He desires those who are desperately saying that they are in need of Him, that they need Him. Hallelujah. And also a vital key is Hunger. The more you hunger God's presence, the more you will have an encounter with God. The hunger to long for Christ. The hunger to seek His face. The hunger to know Him more and more. You have to come to a point, as the song is saying, that Lord, I come before you. I won't go the same, the same way I came. I exchange my sorrow for your joy. I exchange my weakness for your strength. I exchange my will for your will. I exchange darkness for your light. You see, it is in the humility, in the brokenness, and in the hunger that determines the weight of your exchange. The weight you put in the exchange determines the encounter you receive. So the more you humble yourself, the more you are broken, the more you stir up a hunger, there's an exchange that is taking place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you still following me? Are you still here? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, also when it comes to an encounter,
encounter, you can also build a capacity in that encounter. You see, the moment that you have encountered God, you think you have seen all of Him. But let me tell you, you didn't see all of Him. For example, maybe you have encountered His eye, the front of His eye, but you didn't see the inside of His eye. You have some Netflix not seen. You have some lens not seen. You have some vaatvlies not seen. You have some achterste binnenkamer not seen. So that means to encounter God is something big. It's something big. Don't think because you have seen his finger that you are already there. That you think you have known him. That you think that you have seen him. God is too big to comprehend. God is too big to comprehend. I will repeat, God is too big to comprehend. At that moment, that's why you need to put away your pride. You need to humble yourself. Because you want to know more of Him. It's less of you and more of Him. Less of you and more of Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, when it also comes to an encounter, it is that the moment that the enemy is aware of it, he is quick to take it away from you. What you don't steward, you will lose. What you don't steward, what you need to beheerst, so you verlies the moment that the enemy is aware that you have encountered God, the moment that the enemy is aware that there is a change, there is a transformation that will take place, he is quick to send distraction your way. He is quick to send pride again on your way. He is quick again to send arrogance on your way. He is quick, he is quick to send independency on your way. You see, the moment that you don't guard your heart and guard your time, everything that you have encountered with God will be a loss. And that is actually a pity. It's actually a pity. So the moment that you have encountered God, you need to secure it very well. You need to secure it very well. Because the enemy is very quick to come. For the Bible said the enemy came to steal, to kill, and to destroy anything that, the, that God has wants to release over your life. The enemy sees it. The enemy is aware of it. And the enemy will use your surroundings. The enemy will use your environment to bring you back again. For you not to have an encounter with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you, especially the ladies. When it comes to encountering God, you will experience something defined. Something unexplainable. You will think, you'll see at you look at yourself like hey. What happened with me? There is a change. There's something different. I do something more. And I do something less. Because you have encountered God. As I said in the beginning, we all have a calling. And that calling is different. But we all share a same calling. And that is to the call to encounter God. God is calling you 
each and every day. Each and every day. That means each and every moment to know him, to know him better. God is saying that he wants to encounter you. That you need an encounter with him. What are the things that you are afraid of to leave behind? Is it your friends? Is it your family? Is it your family? Is it your school? Is it your school? Is it your colleagues? Is it your colleagues? You see, I will share a small testimony of me. I think I've been now for four or five years in Gospel of Christ by the grace of God. And in those in those four or five years, it was a wrestling. It was a wrestling. Because a side of my family didn't accept that I was actually following God. They said it was good, but think also of the other side. I will not mention it. If you get it, you won't get it. Think also of the other side. Hallelujah. And it was a wrestle. It was a wrestle. And I need to make a decision that Lord, I really want to follow you. I really want to know your ways. I really want to know you. But there's something that is hindering me. There's something that is keeping me behind. It's my family. And God told me that if you really, really want to encounter me, you have to give it up. Because the, 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 the next level where I'm taking you, the place where I'm taking you, is a place of exchange. It's a place of transformation. And your family, if you, I'm, not, I'm not saying that that it needs from a family would hold it. absolute. But the things that they are actually asking me to do, God was looking at me and asking me, what will you do? Will you follow your family? Or will you follow me? And today, I'm so glad that I've answered the call. You know why? Because in my family, in my household, I am one of the people that is really following Christ. And my mission is to bring along also my other family members. I want them to encounter God. I want them to experience God. I want to share the bad and the good with them. You see, when it comes to Christianity, it's not always fun. It's not always the blessings. It's not always the glory. It's not always the anointing. But it's also a form of sacrifice. A form of dying to your flesh. A form of obedience. Hallelujah. So when it comes to encountering God, your environment needs to change. And that is what I'm doing. The, the environment, I can testify, I know it, you don't have to tell me. But the, my environment knows that I have been changed. There's something different. So do the thing that they want to do. Ze praat niet meer als voorheen. Ze gaat niet meer mens met die mensen om wie ze voorheen omging. Dat is iets anders. En vandaag de dag. Soms komen ze naar me. Ze vragen ze me. 
Sandy. Sandy. Can you, can you please explain this to me? I'm reading a certain scripture, but I don't understand. And I'm happy in my life. Thank you, Jesus. There is something, there's a seed that has been planted in them. There is something that is awakening in them. Hallelujah. The call to encounter. A woman encounter God. I will close with this. I will give a short summary and then we will pray. Woman, you are not your mistakes. You are not your wrongdoings. You are not your past. God is calling you into something better. You think that you are nobody, but you are truly somebody. You are better than you look at Vesa, you look at Sam, you have to get out through in the labor, and that through the fulfilled word, that of Messiah, that of Benya and Mosaic. Hallelujah. So think me that when the field of all, you have this gedaan in het verleden. Het kan dat je dat hebt gedaan in het verleden. Maar loop niet meer en wandel niet meer in het verleden. Wandel in het nieuwe wat God je wilt hebben. Wandel in de nieuwe identiteit. Wandel in het nieuwe doel wat God je wilt plaatsen, wat God je wilt hebben. Halleluja. Dus alsjeblieft, mijn zusters. Het is al voorrecht om voor jullie te staan. En ik wil jullie echt bemoedigen van je bent echt niet je verleden. Je bent echt niet je fout. Je bent echt niet wat de vijand zegt dat je bent. Ik was ook in die positie. I will share it with you. Maybe some of you will be shocked. When I was 12, I wanted to kill myself. I wanted to do suicide. Because nobody was telling me how much they love me. It was more like, je ziet het inderdaad. Ik hoef het niet te zeggen. Je ziet het inderdaad. Dat moet al laten zien dat ik genoeg van hou. I was not accepted. During a, 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 among my peers, I was not accepted. It was altijd die buitenstaander, altijd die nerd, altijd die persoon die meer met school bezig was, die niet met jongens omging, die niet naar feestjes ging, die ging rare en gekke dingen deed. Ik was altijd die persoon. Amen, amen, amen. Ik was altijd die persoon en ik dacht altijd van, hey, maar waarom krijg ik die bepaalde aandacht niet? Als ik met bepaalde meisjes in een groep was en we gingen ergens wandelen, zij kregen altijd aandacht van die jongens. En ik dacht bij mezelf, hè, wat is er mis met me? Waarom heb ik die aandacht niet? En nu ik hier ben. Ik zeg het niet. Ze zeggen, Sally, je bent moeilijk, maar ik weet waarom ik moeilijk ben. Ze zullen mijn tijd doen, because I'm precious. Because I encountered God, I know my worthy. I know who I am. I know my identity. I know my purpose. I know my calling. I know my assignment. So, woman of integrity, walk with God. I am fighting you to walk with God. I'm telling you, walk with God. God. The moment that you walk with God, He's able to bring you also in another specific area. He had, there is a different plan for your life. There is a plan of eternity for you. And God wants you to walk in the plan. God wants you to fulfill that plan. Don't think of your past. Don't think of your mistakes. Don't think of your wrongdoings. You are worthy. You are precious. You are gold. You are a pearl. The Bruce says always to me, "You are the gold of the 
Christus in die naam is. Je bent de gouden gast. Zie jezelf als de gouden gast in die naam is. Dat je speciaal bent. Dat je apart gezet bent voor een specifieke boel. Halleluja. En dat maakt je anders. Dat maakt je uniek. Dat maakt ook wat je uitgezonden bent. En denk niet, oh, ik hoor er niet bij. Dan hoor je er maar niet bij. Dan hoor je er maar niet bij. Maar je weet wie je bent in Christus. Je weet wie je bent in Christus. The things that you are going through right now is for a certain reason. As I said, that is in the situation or the problem that God is calling you to encounter. But you need to answer that call in order to encounter Him. So are you answering the call? Are you available to answer the call? Wow. Are you ready to, to answer the call? Do you want to be transformed? Do you want to be changed? Do you want to receive direction? Do you want to be launched into your next destiny? Do you want to be launched in your purpose? Do you want to have favor and access? The answer is encounter God. Encounter God. Encounter God. Encounter God. Keep repeating it. Encounter God. You are very special. Amen.